0: Hey you. Welcome to the Even In Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey, real quick, if you are struggling and you want to find a program that helps you to release being mastered by your flesh, or you're ready to seek God over a number on the scale, I would urge you to consider enrolling in the Seekers Method when it opens up next. Find me on Facebook, find me on Instagram or YouTube or on my website Sherry Capilla, um, sherrycapilla.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Coach Capilla. You know, look me up by my name, whatever you've got to do. In fact, even if you would like to sample what it's like to be coached by me, then you might want to consider a weight loss masterclass that I'm holding in the month of December. I would encourage you to find more information by going to my website, sherrycapilla.com forward slash work with Sherry. I think that's the address. I'll put a link here in the show notes. And, but when you go there, you'll see, you scroll down to the bottom of the page. I think that's where my team put it. You'll see that there are details of this weight loss masterclass that I'm hosting. Let me just tell you, this could be the very thing that helps you to start changing your life as you seek God and not a number the scale hey you welcome back to the podcast so today I'm gonna I'm gonna share some real stuff with you I feel like I share this a lot but I don't know God put this on my heart today so I'm just rolling with it but today I'm gonna really take you through how it is that I you know really stepped into losing the weight and how I really stepped into, trading my desire for that number on the scale instead trading it for my desire for him. I mean here I am. I don't even know how many years. It's a blur and I'm not a numbers girl but it's been a minute since I've been on this journey now and I can honestly tell you I'm entering a new level of, you know, menopause, I guess, really. I mean, I'm going, I think I'm leaving perimenopause. I'm stepping into menopause, and it's kind of weird. Maybe it's seasonal, I'm not sure, but my cravings are changing. Like, my cycle's starting to change. Sorry if your husband's listening, <laughs> or if you're just a guy hitting play accidentally, but. Things are changing, and I'm noticing my desire for certain foods changing, and my cravings changing, and things like that, um, but I'm also thinking it's seasonal, not just in the season of my life, but the season of the year. You know, it's right now at the time that I'm recording this. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see that the video is a pile of boxes, so the pi- the time that I'm recording this is it's Christmas, and... Um, All the things are everywhere and the activities are fewer because of COVID and um, my schedule is busy but in a different kind of busy because I really should be opening up all these boxes that are around me from Amazon and Target and wrapping Christmas gifts. But instead, I'm craving carbohydrates. (laughs) So that's what I'm talking about. Like I'm craving different foods that I don't normally crave. I'm desiring you know a different level of comfort in my belly you know that meal that feeling of sadie that comes from just eating a garlic knot (laughs) last night I made dinner for my family I made spaghetti uh, meat sauce the whole thing and then put garlic knots in the oven and they smelled amazing they smelled amazing and for myself I can't eat tomatoes very well like I um I don't do well. I have I have a condition that I've known about for a year now called diverticulitis. Not major, but it affects me with certain foods affect me. So I can't eat potatoes and tomatoes very easily without discomfort. And so I didn't eat what the family ate last night. But as I started to kind of wind down after cooking, I sat on the sofa, Landon and I sat down and we watched... Um, America's well the whole family and I sat down on the couch and watched America's Funniest Home Videos and I found my mind drifting to food and I this doesn't happen to me often um, I craved it I wanted that food and in that split second of wanting to go and eat a garlic knot now mind you I've been on this journey a couple of years now I thought oh boy if I do how am I going to feel tomorrow how am I going to feel a couple of days from now? You know, I have a group coaching <clears throat> tonight. Tonight I have a private inner circle called my the Thinner Circle. And, you know, I've learned the hard way that um, when I eat the wrong foods, I don't have access to my brain. I don't feel God's connection in the way that I do when I keep on eating the right foods. So last night, while the family ate spaghetti, and meatballs and garlic knots. I had a salad with leftover grilled chicken, baked chicken that I'd made from the night before. And believe me, I indulged because I had over, over the counter. Listen to me. I had Olive Garden flavor dressing. You know what I'm talking about. The Olive Garden salad dressing on my salad. Normally I don't eat that because I don't like all the oils that are in it. I like oil. I don't like the oils that are in that dressing. I don't do well with soybean oil, blah, blah, blah. And so I was proud of how I'd actually eaten. But as I watched TV with the family and thought about those garlic knots, it's amazing how changed I am. Because in that moment, all I could think was, ooh, but if I eat that, I'm not going to hear God's voice. And you know what? I mean, you've probably heard me say this. If you're inside of the Seeker's Method, you've seen this meme, or if you've followed me for a couple of minutes, you've seen me share this meme that, you know, my food choice, my God voice. And there isn't anything that tastes so good now that I'm willing to sacrifice His voice. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. Um, today's episode is brought to you by, um, through inspiration from Psalm 34. <laughs> If you have them in it, I would encourage you to look up Psalm 34. It's just, it's powerful. And it's a promise. I mean, if you read it, you can see in Psalm 34, it's not very long. I think there's, let me take a look. There are um, 22 little verses in it. I mean, it's just beautiful. But it, it's a promise because it talks about what we do and what God does. And how we are partnering with him for our blessings there's you know something I I teach all the time in the seekers method that you know your physical blessings come from your spiritual disciplines you know when you are disciplined in the spirit in the spiritual spaces of you know seeking God instead of a number on the scale when you're disciplined to pray instead of relying on your willpower when you have these spiritual practices and you're disciplined in spiritual places that's when you are blessed physically, and you're even blessed spiritually. And I only know this from experience. And so that's what I'm going to be talking to you about. I'm going to share this with you a little bit more about how God promises great blessings to all of us, but many of these blessings require active participation. So I want to talk to you about what does that participation look like? How does that work with weight loss? Like, what is the participation needed so that you can start stepping into the fullness of the life that God has planned for you? In what ways do you need to participate even in weight loss to begin stepping into his promises over your life? So how does this work in weight loss? It works by understanding that He wants you to be free from, you know, He wants you to be free from your temptation. Just like last night when I was tempted with the garlic knot. He wants you free from your inability to eat until you feel a certain fullness. You know that feeling. or Or even the way that you sometimes might seek comfort in food or stress relief in food. Or even sometimes joy in food or even alcohol. I mean, that's where I was for so long. And believe me, even over the weekend, you know, we had reason to celebrate. My husband received a job offer. We had reason to celebrate. And I wanted to open vodka. I wanted to open red wine. (laughs) I wanted to do all the things. And I didn't because it just didn't seem right. So the way that God wants our active participation even in weight loss is also in in stepping away from your fear. You know, the fear that you have in the back of your mind that you're always going to be this size or that you're never going to be able to lose the weight. God wants you, he wants to bless you, but it's going to require your participation and trusting that he's going to help you in all these areas by trusting that he's interested in helping you And, and even in freeing you, but that it's going to require an exchange in your trust. Okay. It's going to require that you exchange your trust from being a dieter and what the diet industry has taught you and what you know about how to diet and count the calories and weigh the, all of the things, all of, all of it. He wants you to exchange your trust from all of the dieting things to, to him to seeking God instead of the number on the scale. And that means to exchange your goal, to seek a relationship with him, a deeper connection as you step into becoming who he he created you to be versus who you might be on track to become right now. I mean, that's exactly what happened to me. And my quest for that number on the scale, I found nothing but defeat and depression and anxiety and, you know, the world and its standards. I, excuse me, and then something happened and I genuinely exchanged the gym for him. Sorry, I had to take a drink of water, girl, what is happening to me? I genuinely exchanged the gym for him, which means I stopped getting up every morning and going downstairs and doing my on-demand workout. I stopped doing that. That's how I exchanged the gym for him. I started to surrender that goal weight. My goal weight was hundred and fifty fifteen pounds. I mean, I'm only five foot two. So that's like, that's an ideal weight for somebody of my short height. I surrendered that number wholeheartedly. And when I did that, I began, I began to step into trusting him And what that looked like was I started praying and reading his word and walking in obedience to his word slowly. And it it was not easy, but it really was that simple. And it, you know, while I did it, it wasn't perfect, but he was using my weight loss to perfect my trust in him. And so how I did that, I want to share with you how I did that, how I started stepping into obedience just through praying and reading the word. How I did that was on those days when I felt too lazy to prep the food, you know, coming home from work and, you know, just, oh, just wanting to put on, take off my bra, (laughs) put on my yoga pants. just the stretchy clothes. I wanted everything to be easy. I didn't want to prep dinner and then prep my separate meal for me. And, you know, there would be Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings where I, I was too lazy to just prep. I mean, full disclosure. And then I would pray. I would put myself, lock myself from all three kids in my bathroom and I would pray. You know, God help this, help me to do what I can't do because I was trying to change an ingrained habit of coming home and just, you know, microwaving, you know, whatever, whatever, and just eating whatever I'm feeding the family. And so when I would come home and I was too lazy to do what I needed to do to prep the food, to be obedient to my meal plan, I would pray. And then I would walk in direction of my prayer. That's how you start to stand up in trust. And another way that I did it was when I was too high, too tired after, you know, feeding three kids and cleaning up after three kids and tag teaming with my husband of, okay, I've given this one a bath, you give this one a bath and doing all of those hard things. And I was too tired to like clean the kitchen and then pull out the chicken that I was going to defrost for tomorrow and, you know, lay out my clothes and work on my agenda for tomorrow. When I was too tired to do that, I would pray again and I would walk in direction again in obedience, in direction of the prayer, being obedient to what I just prayed. This is how I started participating with God. These were the physical disciplines that I implemented through my spiritual discipline of praying. And, you know, even going so far that, um, you know, when I'd wake up in the morning and I was sad (laughs) that I still wasn't Skinny, Like, has that ever happened to you? Like, you wake up and you're like, my goodness. I've been on this weight loss journey for three weeks now. And I feel like I'm getting bigger. Or I feel like I should be skinny by now. Because I had that dieters mentality. And I would reference back to when I was 20. I mean, when I was 20, I could skip lunch. And by dinner, I would have a flat stomach. And so, you know, when I was late 30s, early 40s, When I was doing all the hard things for three weeks repeatedly with only minor failures and little quits and cheats here and there, when I kept not waking up skinny, it would defeat me. It would overwhelm me. And that's what kind of put me on the broad path of perpetually quitting all the things I started. So... When I started participating with God and seeking him instead of a number on the scale and started seeking and believing and trusting and doing all of those things, when I would wake up and be sad that I wasn't skinny, I would pray and I would listen. And that's when I started taking those thoughts captive. And I started hearing his voice over the voice of condemnation from the enemy. I started understanding what does my father's voice sound like and what is the voice of the enemy? inside of my noggin that I'm trusting trusting and listening to. And I started surrounding myself with scripture. I mean, like writing it on my bathroom mirror with dry eraser, putting it on sticky notes everywhere, making it the screen, the lock screen or whatever you call it on my cell phone, trying to step into memorizing it. I started switching the radio channel in my car and marinating in Christmas music or Christmas Christian music. I mean, I started marinating in His truth and not the world's weights and measures anymore. I mean, I started started hearing God's conviction and journaling through the things He was telling me I needed to stop doing. I started walking and trusting the voice of conviction and not the voice of condemnation somewhere along the way. And I started realizing, wow! Through me allowing God to convict me and no longer allowing the enemy to condemn me, I started seeing that I really didn't have a weight loss problem at all. I truly had an obedience problem. I mean, I could start any meal plan, I could buy anything, you know, spend $500 on a weight loss coach, thinking I could just solve my problems by throwing dollar signs at it. But in the end, I had an obedience problem. I mean, there I was stepping into my faith, knowing what James 4.17 said, but then just ignoring it. (laughs) I mean, even as I was seeking God, I was ignoring what James 4.17 said about sin. I mean, James 4.17 tells us that when you know what you should do and you don't do it, that is sin to you. And that's when I started realizing, I started to see how much truth there was to that and how much God really could not be around sin. And if I wanted God inside of me, I had to stop being around it. I mean, if I wanted God to be around me and have a God voice inside of me, sin had to go even in weight loss, even in me eating the garlic knots, old me would have eaten the garlic knots, girl, I need a drink, hold on. Old me would have just gone and eaten the garlic knots because what I was feeling in that moment was stronger than what I wanted to feel tomorrow. Does that make sense to you? So I had to start stepping away from sin, even in weight loss. And you know what? I started with every single day noticing that I began to feel his presence as I practiced obedience. And the more I practiced these spiritual disciplines of seeking him more, The more he began to bless me, he strengthened me spiritually to seek him when I was physically weak. He strengthened me physically to obey when I was physically weak. I mean, it just amazes me the truth in all of these things I'm sharing with you. And that's when it all happened. I realized that obedience became easier as I saw my reverential fear of the Lord taking shape in my heart. I mean, I saw it happening. I stepped into such a a deep love and trust for our Lord and Savior that I I exchanged my trust in a diet and my trust in the world and how things felt in my body to trusting in just him i mean it trust me it was a process it was an unfolding as i look back on all of it it was how i started to become this was my becoming i became obedient when i realized how how to clean up my entire life and to scrub it of sin in all of the areas i mean constantly and consistently in every area. I mean, in my thoughts, in my actions, in my environment, in my house, my God voice became my goal. My food choices were completely affected. Excuse me. My food choices affected that God voice inside of me. And now nothing, girl, nothing, not even garlic knots, taste as good as hearing his voice feels. And in all of this that I'm sharing with you, I'm really still seeing his blessings. My role right now on this journey and your role too is obedience through seeking him, through trusting his word and pursuing a relationship with him, not with food. Okay, you've got to switch that thought process. Am I pursuing a relationship with him or am I pursuing a relationship with food? And you know what, the minute I woke up to that and I realized what was happening, I exchanged my desire for the number on the scale for him. Like, I exchanged 115 pounds, seeing that number light up between my toes. I exchanged it and my goal became him. And when I exchanged my food choice for my God voice, do you want to know what he gave me? He gave me that number between my toes. That number between my feet. When I exchanged my food choice for my God voice as my goal, he gave me that number on the scale. So my parting words of encouragement for you today are exchange your heart's desire today. Give him your trust Invite him onto this weight loss journey with you and ask him at a whole new level. Invite him on this weight loss journey with you on a whole new level. Ask him to help you step away from the things that you need to step away from. Ask him to help you to do the things that you're supposed to do and watch just how much he will show up. His blessings of strength is commensurate with your level of seeking and trusting him, even in weight loss.